0: Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. So I wanted actually to start tonight by uh, mentioning, I didn't mention this at the announcements, but I want to mention um, about the new... Uh, upcoming Awakening Joy course that uh, I'll be starting. I've been teaching it for a number of years, since 2003. Uh, how many people have taken it? Anybody? Oh, a lot of you. Great. Um, so I just want to mention that this year um, I'm changing things around a little bit. It's a, it's a five-month course for those who aren't familiar with it on uh, opening to life with appreciation, with resilience, with an open heart. And um, I'm going to do, do things a little bit differently. There's, there's ten sessions, and it'll start um, here in Berkeley for those local uh, on um, the end of January, the 31st. And people take it from all over. If you're listening, a lot of people listen to the to these uh, talks from far away. Uh, lots of people do it, more people do it online, and it uh, starts the beginning of February. And um, this time around, for from, from many years, I've had guest speakers and really wonderful um, wisdom teachers um, but I wanted to do it a bit different this year. Uh, I'm going to be the, the one person teaching. It's going to be me. <laughs> um, and I wanted to do it, um, I want to just get more into um, sharing and teaching and um, having an emphasis on practicing. It's all about practice. Uh, and uh, thought we could go a little bit deeper into the practices um, and support people not that not that you have to take on something more than will be nourishing for you, but if you can commit to it, it really works if you're if you 're practicing inclining towards well being uh, and this year i 'm also going to be doing a live uh, video calls for both local and people online in between the recorded classes. Uh, so uh, every other week we'll meet and it gets posted. But in between those those weeks, uh, I'm going to do some uh, live uh, uh, Q&A and uh, exploring the themes. I've I've. Gotten into Zoom lately? I, I love Zoom. These really good um, group video calls. So uh, anyway, uh, we've just opened for registration, and um, if you register uh, soon, you get a bit of a discount. Uh, there's information on the on the back. If you do it in a, as a group, there's a group rate, and all that besides if uh i don't like to keep anyone away so if if um if the if budget is a concern besides the suggested uh $250 fee for the 5 months you can offer lots of different reduced levels uh until whatever works for you uh Kind of in that spirit of Donna, so um, so check it out and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing it and just thought I'd um, share it for you and anybody listening. Uh, if you just go, if you for those people who are far away, uh, you won't have a flyer here, but uh, if you just go to the um, website AwakeningJoy, AwakeningJoy.info, or just Google Awakening Joy, it'll be there. <clears throat> So one of the things that I uh, asked myself uh, in these recent days as I was gearing up for that course is, you know, awakening joy, you know, is this, does it feel appropriate these days to go for joy? Uh, And I first want to say that the, the word joy I'm using to cover all the range of uh, feelings of well-being from contentment to inner peace to engagement to um, um, connection inside. Uh, There's many flavors, just like the Buddha talked about, many flavors of well-being from happiness or rapture and bliss to peace. He said there's no higher happiness than peace. So um, you kind of, as you get more refined and less intense, he said, go for the higher happinesses that are the more sustainable. But the word joy uh, is a stretch for many people and particularly um, these days, as we're coming to the end of 2016, um, this has been quite a year. You, you might have had a really wonderful year of course there's that there's the ten thousand joys and the ten thousand sorrows so however uh, challenging your year might have been there i 'm sure there were probably some. Uh, some good moments, and however wonderful your year has been there there have probably been some challenging moments that 's part of life, but particularly for many people, this year has been a challenge i don 't know if if anybody uh, saw John Oliver do a thing on two thousand and sixteen Anybody see john oliver 's thing on it was it 's very funny. just go john Oliver two thousand and sixteen it 's it 's it titled uh, i won 't say the whole word, word but uh, the whole title, but it 's F-U two thousand and sixteen <laughs> <basically. laughs> i love john oliver hes he is so good, and he just kind of went on and on from you know brexit to Syria to uh all the deaths and Prince and David Bowie and Muhammad Ali and uh just in the last couple of days, pretty amazing, Carrie Fisher and then Debbie Reynolds two days two days in a row. And um you know Flint Michigan, all kinds of awful things, and uh, this um, kind of uh culture of othering um, and whatever your feelings, I mentioned this before here, whatever your feelings about the election, and I know that many people are really happy about the election, um, and many people aren't, but there's a lot of people who are very scared, and that it it it, it heightens a, a feeling of anxiety for many, many people. Mm-hmm. If you've got the an alt-right hero as, your, as the chief strategist or the the um The main oil man as the Secretary of State, or things like that, particularly if you care about the climate and the earth this is this is scary times, but also at at the same time as i 've said I gave a talk on this a few months ago that the the shadow brings out the light mm-hmm. um by the way, I read, I don't know if anybody saw this, but uh, it, was, it was an article on the internet that as, as challenging as this year has been for, uh, for everyone, it's officially one second longer than, uh, than other years uh, because every now and then the astronomical clock, they have to correct f- so that we're not falling behind. So they've added a second. So the headline was, you thought it couldn't end too soon? Well, it's one second longer than you thought. <laughs> so I wanted to do, um, as I said, here we are, the, the last meeting for the year. Um, just a little bit of uh, shared reflection on uh, on the year, what we perhaps how we've grown, how we've learned, what we've learned, and and um, are envisioning for the next year, um, as Julia Butterfly Hill, one of my inspirations, says, uh, "As long as you're learning, there are no mistakes," and you can say, "As long as you're growing, there there's nothing wasted." And uh, however difficult it is, suffering uh, deepens our compassion. So I hope that we what's one of the gifts in the Dharma, that that we can transform our suffering into more caring and connection. Mm. And I wanted um, particularly to share something, where is it? Um... That, um, uh, that I you should know about. Uh, it's I, I don't know if it's on the Spirit Rock website uh, yet. They said it was going to be on uh, um, shortly. It might be there. But um, the teachers uh, got together a couple of weeks ago. There were thirty-two. Um, teachers, both Spirit Rock teachers and, and other teachers as well, um, who teach at Spirit Rock, uh, four people by uh, by Zoom, and, um, and then other teachers uh, getting together uh, to say, what can we do? What, uh, what what can we? What is our responsibility? Uh, in this new reality, with so much fear and uh, anxiety uh, in the air, what what can what is our response and what is our responsibility? Uh, and we met uh, yeah a few weeks ago, about two and a half weeks ago mm. and first, I want to share how um, interesting. It was for me, I actually wrote uh, an article uh, that I just pub- it was just published in the Huffington Post uh, entitled, and I referred to that meeting, it's uh, called um, Holding Hands Together from Helplessness to Empowerment. Um, and we all came together um, kind of shaken and what... You know, you want to walk a really um, skillful line between not being too uh, overly political, but not being um, having your head in the sand, particularly when it comes to um, all the fear that might that people are feeling. I I gave a talk on this a few weeks ago about um, uh, the Dharma some main principles of the Dharma, do no harm, act for the good, and purify the mind. And that Dharma practitioners have a commitment to um, respond to suffering wherever it is. Uh, And that's not political, that's just, that's Dharmic. So we came together and we, um, Joanna Macy, was there as one of the teachers and uh, who is so brilliant in in gathering energy and getting people in touch in a healing way. And she led us through uh, something called the Truth Mandala, uh, which actually uh, I was thinking about doing at some point in the next few weeks, perhaps with, with our community. Um, and what she had people do, we Uh, We were in a circle and she put four objects to represent four quadrants in the circle. There was a stone to represent um, the contraction of fear. There were dried leaves that represented um, sorrow and sadness and grief. There, were, um, there was a stick that represented anger and there was an empty bowl that represented helplessness. And each of these uh, also had some positive qualities of the fear, as uh, she said it, and this is in a uh, couple of her books. One is... Um, Think uh, coming back to life, and another is in active hope. It's in there. Her book, beautiful book on activism. The fear represent. It takes courage to face your fear, and the the the, the grief and the sadness um, uh, is a, a calling for compassion and a softening of heart to hold all of that. The anger. Or outrage has in it passion to express or caring, and the helplessness or hopelessness or confusion. What do we do? Can lead to a vision, uh, and whoever wanted to could step in the center of the the circle uh, and speak to what. If any one of those or all of them spoke for Limited amount of time, what their own personal experience is in these last weeks and months. Um, it was a very moving. Everybody, uh, just who went in, which was most everybody, just spoke from their heart, tears and and uh, in, in deep vulnerability. Um, and we did that for about an hour and a half or so, uh, hour and a quarter. And then we, we broke up into small groups and uh, groups of four, and spoke about um, how recent events informs our teaching, how we share skillfully and respond to the concerns of, of others uh, and, or how we might. And then we came back as a group and talked about, uh, we brainstormed different responses as both individual teachers, sharers of the Dharma, and as, as a group of teachers. Um, and one of the ideas that came out of it was um, a statement from Spirit Rock, or from the teachers of Spirit Rock, which we then... Um, shared with the board a couple of days later. There was a board meeting where we shared all of this and um, uh, to at least express some kind of dharmic response. What particularly was striking for me was when we left that meeting, the teacher's meeting, it was so different from when we first got there. We got there kind of saying, gosh, what do we do and how do we come together on this and what can we, um, what will this processing, you know, what value will it have? And we all left. It was such a feeling of connection and aliveness and um, commitment and intention um, we all left in this very connected, inspired place. That's what moved me to write that, that piece about how when you connect and you hold hands, I've mentioned this before, this, these studies where if you're holding hands with someone, your physiological threshold of pain and your emotional threshold of pain is much higher it's like when you're going through a hard time, somebody takes your hand or or touches you and says, "I'm right here with you." Oh, okay, we can. It, it stops being an isolating experience and becomes more a shared, connecting experience. And one thing I wanted to share with you from that, we will get to an end of the year reflection, um, is uh, the Spirit Rock um, statement. Of values, which came out of this meeting, which the board uh, then uh, worked on as well, uh, and with the teachers and uh, approved. So this is this is what it uh, what it says. This is what Spirit Rock is standing for. It's a bit it's about a page, but uh, I think it's worth to share with you. Amidst the political and social challenges of our times, and in light of our commitment to liberation, Spirit Rock declares declares itself to be a spiritual sanctuary and a refuge for all. We will honor and protect those who come here seeking the teachings of liberation. We are stewards of the Dharma. We build bridges, not walls. A climate of divisiveness and fear cannot alter our innate human goodness and it will never change our values as an organization. Spirit Rock proclaims our continued commitment to the Buddha's teachings of wisdom, compassion, inaction, interdependence, and loving-kindness, excluding none. We reaffirm these teachings, hatred never ceases by hatred, but by love alone is healed. This is the ancient and eternal law. That's a famous line from the Dhammapada of the Buddhas. We reaffirm these 2,600 year old Buddhist values in the face of cultures of violence and harm that threaten life on this planet and that differentially impact oppressed, exploited and marginalized people, people of color, immigrants and refugees, poor people, women, indigenous, and LGBTQI peoples. We denounce racism, misogyny, xenophobia, trans and homophobia, and all forms of oppression and the valuation of certain lives over others. We value and celebrate diversity, inclusivity, and respect for all beings and the inherent dignity of all peoples, The Buddhist path teaches that meditation and inner freedom must develop together with a foundation of generosity, ethical behavior, and loving kindness. We affirm that human happiness requires intentions that are free from greed, hatred, and cruelty. Speech that is true and helpful, not harsh, not vain, slanderous, nor abusive, and actions that are free from causing harm, killing, stealing, and sexual exploitation. We affirm the interdependent nature of reality. When one being suffers, we all suffer. Thus, our own well-being and liberation is bound in the well-being and liberation of others. The only basis for Dharma life is virtue, respect, and mutual care. Knowing this truth, we will resist the destructive forces of hatred, discrimination, and recklessness, and offer the powerful alternatives of fierce love and compassion. With the earth as a witness, the Buddha proclaimed the right to liberation, that all beings have the right to liberation, to be free from the oppressive forces of greed, hatred, and ignorance. With the earth as our witness, we offer a sanctuary for all to awaken together. Spirit rock will continue to be a light in our society to respond to constantly changing conditions and to offer practices, teachings, and refuge that nurture the internal life in support of external service. We practice not for ourselves, but for the welfare, happiness, and safety of all life everywhere. May all beings be free, and may our actions contribute wholeheartedly to that freedom." December, 2016. So, I thought you might appreciate hearing that as a reflection for some good that can come out of the the difficulties. Um. So now, um, just invite us to reflect on um, our year. And you might think, oh, well, you know, yeah, that's what people do at the end of the year. You know, I do, maybe I, I've been doing it for years and years, and what good does it do? It does actually, uh, I think, a lot of good, to get clear on what you've learned. And this is what the Buddha suggested. He suggests actually um, to keep on reflecting on your actions and seeing what you can learn and reflecting on your life. And if you happen to go through a very profound experience, like an awakening experience, he says, review what just happened to you. It's, It's right in there in the teachings. So you reflect on what you've learned through the difficulties and you reflect on what you've learned through the um, illuminations. And then, with that reflection, you um, get clearer on your, in, your intention, your envisioning. And now uh, the word resolution comes up a lot, of course, around New Year's. And resolution is different from intention. Resolution can be a setup for, for failure. Sometimes it can be a really strong decision that's empowering and that can make a huge difference in your life. But the Buddha talked about wise intention, not now i'll make a promise to myself that i'll never i'll never go back on because he saw that's why he has the precepts as a, a like a living a living kind of a practice but he said he talked about clear comprehension of purpose is one of one of the teachings that i love he says as you get clearer on what your what really moves you what inspires you, then that becomes your guiding principle, your north star, so that when you're going a bit off course, you come back. And in that inclining the mind, it's not as... Much of a setup of a pass fail test as this is the direction I want to go in, and just like in the in the Eightfold path, perhaps you 're familiar the, the first step is wise understanding or right understanding what real happiness is about. And this is one of the things that I try to teach in in the that joy course, and then the second step once you Get clear on where happiness lies. The second step is uh, wise or right thought, or sometimes why it's called wise intention, where you see, okay, this is where happiness lies, and then I'm going to do my part. I'm going for it. This is the direction I want to go for. And from that wise intention, the second link on the Eightfold Path, comes the, your actions in the world, wise speech, wise action, wise livelihood, and your um, training of the mind and the heart, wise effort, wise mindfulness, wise concentration. But it starts with seeing the bigger picture and then putting your heart into it and saying, that's what I'm going for. So, although we do it at the end of the year, okay, New Year's, time to get clear on what I go for, it's actually an ongoing lived experience if you take your, your practice as a kind of a development, skillful development of the mind and heart. And there's something really powerful about getting clear. As the Buddha said, intention is the basis of all karma, or as it said in uh, uh, the Tibetan practice, uh, everything rests on the tip of one's motivation. So once you get clear, and you put your heart into it, then you know that sets things in motion.
1: And besides,
0: having it clear within your mind, there's something really powerful about writing it down. So we're going to do that in a few moments. Uh, I'll share with you a, uh, a personal story about this um, many years ago. Uh, I, I've mentioned that I, I went to this psychic, uh, I write about it in Awakening Joy, uh, this really uh, wise being named Reverend Miller. This is, he lived in Denver. He looked just like Colonel Sanders, with a little good tea and uh, glasses and and uh, kind of homespun, uh, down-home kind of guy. And um, one time I went to him. He was $5 a reading. He, he wasn't in it for the money. It just, there he was. And then somebody turned me on to him. And when i go, it was like, you know, I got a spiritual... Um, Darshan, and I went to him one day, uh, one time. I saw him maybe about oh, four or five times altogether. I went to him one day, and he, and he said, uh, I want you to buy something. And he was not into money at all, you know. But he said, I want, I want you to get something when you're here. I said, Yeah. He said, uh, I want you to buy a book. So okay, and I was thinking, oh, is it going to be this some big tome that will take me a long time? Is he going to ask me questions about it and stuff like that? And I said, uh, he said, don't worry about it. It's not a it's not a big book. Yeah. he was a psychic after all, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, he said, uh, it's a little booklet actually. It's fifty cents. I said, okay, I can spring for 50 cents. He said, it's gonna can change your life. Okay, uh, 50 cents changed my life. I bought the little booklet, uh, and it was called It Works. <laughs> and it was, uh, gosh, I wonder if it's still somewhere in print. Um, And it was about how if you get clear on your intention and what you want to bring, uh, manifest in your life, as I recall, it said, write it down three times a day for 30 days and you will get it. If it's within the realm of possibilities, you know not that i'll I'll be a great uh, you know i'll be a, a star ball player for the Golden State Warriors or something like that. You know. I didn't need to do a lot of writing for that one, uh, but just just something that's within the realm of possibility that you really want to go for, write it down three times a day for thirty days, it works and I since that time, I have written down from time to time. Usually I do it at the end of the year. Uh, but from, uh, you know, over the years, I've written down my envisioning and goals and what, I really, what my heart says I want to create. And um, most of the time, it works. Um, so anyway, who knows? I'm not going to guarantee you anything on this. But um, I thought we could do a um, uh, a practice like that. Uh, And uh, let's see, what should I do first? Yeah, let's just do this. So I I have paper for everyone. Oh, Andrew, would you be good enough? And maybe somebody could help Andrew too. And Everyone get a full sheet. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe you could help him. out. Uh, and here's here's something to write with. If people need, maybe uh, somebody else can pass out any uh, writing implements. Oh, thanks, Alistair. Good to see you here. If you need something to write with, I hope it. Uh, you check out and make sure that that it it can can write. Oh, thanks. don't start writing anything yet okay I'll tell you what to uh, what to write after a little bit of reflection.
1: Anybody who needs paper
0: or uh, something to write with Anyone oh here's somebody uh, from upstairs here maybe give Couple of sheets up there. <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody not set up? Or make sure that your writing implement actually writes. So, oh, oh, you need. <laughs> okay. So before you write anything, we're going to just oh, yeah. we're going to just reflect for a while. And yes, actually, um, yeah. Do take a piece of paper because um, I'm going to I'm going to take half of it, and you're going to keep the other half. So. Um, and No, you won't have, there's two different things you're going to write. Um, so first just um, uh, close your eyes and go inside. 2016. Just go back through the year and for a few moments reflect on what you've learned Reflect on what's happened to you. Sometimes we learn most from the most challenging things. Reflect on the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. What has this year been for you? How has it helped you grow? Images might come up. Memories. Regrets. successes is so what stands out for you. No right, no wrong, no giving yourself a, a grade. There's nothing wasted if you're learning. And feel the wholesomeness of all the good that you've done this year. How you've perhaps been there for others or for yourself. Gotten clearer on your own commitment to grow and awaken. As the Buddha said, said let, let yourself feel the wholesomeness of your actions. And if you're listening from far away, I invite you to do the same. What's the year been like for you? What have you learned? How have you grown? And then as far as what you've learned, uh, perhaps include what you still need to learn, what you're learning, perhaps what you're in the process of learning and what will truly support your growth And what you might need to learn to let go of to lighten your heart, whether in your thoughts or your habits. What will support your continued waking up into more consciousness and alignment with your values? What are you um, intending, what are you willing to work on to let go of that will support your further deepening of practice. And as you get clear on that, I invite you to fold the paper in half and on one side, write that down. What you're willing to work on and let go of Little by little, the Buddha says, "Drop by drop, a bucket gets filled under a a dripping faucet and what i 'm going to do later on will'll we'll collect that half of the paper, and uh, if you're ready to let go of that paper uh, you can uh, we can in a ritual, put it in in this bowl, and I'll um, burn them um, along with my own, what I'm working on, letting go, so we can uh, mutually support each other. So I'll be quiet, and why don't you write that for a few moments. Just write it on one half of the paper. If you you need to use the other side, then that's fine too on that same half. I invite the people who are listening at home or far away to do this as well and to just take some time now and and do this if you need more time, raise your hand. Just wanna get a sense, just about finished. Okay, so now if you, whatever you've written, uh, I invite you to read it to yourself and envision more and more bringing that about, that you're in the process of learning to purify the mind and the heart. So just envision what that will be like as you more and more move in that direction. Let it inspire you as the possibilities. And if the doubting mind gets in the way, don't believe it. You might even envision and have an image and feel what it would be like to more and more embody that lightning. As it said, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And if it feels like it's a worthy endeavor, see if you can get in touch with your heartfelt decision to support that. Again, no pass fail. You're just facing in that direction, lightening up. Okay, and now on the other half of the paper, as we go into this new year with infinite possibilities, now's the time to envision not just what you're willing to let go of, but what you will um, want to incline your mind and your heart in a positive way what you want to develop and and bring out in you what is your intention for the year and let it come from a deep place where you're you're not thinking it through so much as listening inside and when you feel like it Uh, You can write that down. Everything rests on the tip of one's motivation. Reverend Miller, it works. You might just uh, keep this by your your nightstand or in your wallet and just read it a few times a day. That's another way to do it besides writing it down. Just reading it. This is what your heart speaks. What your, what your heart wants to hear and is speaking to you. <clears> okay, <throat> mm. uh, anyone need more time? Okay, so this is what we'll do now. In the time we have left, um, we can do a, a little uh, ritual where, uh, when you're oh, when you're ready. Actually, next thing to do. Okay, you can oh, take a look at what you wrote and get in touch with it first. So you have a really clear connection to that vision. And do your, just doing your part to help bring that about. might envision what that will look like, feel like, as you more and more Embody that. Okay, and now um, you can uh, separate the two halves and keep, keep the intention one And we'll hopefully be ready to let go of the, of the other one. And what we can do is, uh, let's see how we do it, is, uh, yeah, we can just come up, um, when you're ready, to come up and put it in this bowl, my family salad bowl. <laughs> um a nice salad bowl, and um, as you do, we'll all witness you, and you can uh, drop your what you're ready to let go of in the bowl, um, and we can um, we can chant together while we're doing this one 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 way we could one chant we could do is uh, the four brahma viharas very simple uh you'll get the Get the idea just going, uh, metta mudita. Sorry, metta karuna mudita upeka, metta karuna mudita upeka with me, metta karuna mudita upeka, metta karuna mudita upeka. Karuna mudita upeka. So we can keep on doing that while people are uh, putting their uh their papers in as a kind of uh uh ritual uh, witnessing and maybe we can we can turn out the the lights in the uh let's see or lower them anyway get a little bit more of a sacred space yeah that's good um so when you're ready you can just come into the center, and when, uh, and after you drop it in, go to your side and go back, and uh, we can do this together. Ready? Metta Metta karuna mudita upeka Metta karuna mudita upeka Metta karuna mudita Upaka, as you let go, really let go. Maruna, mudita, upaka. Metta, karuna, mudita, upaka. Metta, karuna, mudita, upaka. Metta, karuna, mudita, upaka. Metta, Karuna, Mudita, Upeka. Metta, Karuna, Mudita, Upeka. You can harmonize if you like. Metta, Karuna, Mudita, Upeka. Metta, Karuna, Mudita, Upeka. Metta, Karuna Mudita Upeka. Meta Karuna Mudita Upaka Meta Karuna Mudita Upaka Meta Karuna Mudita Upaka Meta Karuna Mudita bhagava nata karuna mudita bhagava nata karuna mudita bhagava nata karuna mudita bhagava nata karuna mudita bhagava Metta, karuna, mudita, upeka. Metta, karuna, mudita, upeka. Last time, metta, karuna, mudita, upeka. Metta, karuna, mudita, upeka. Karuna mudita upeka. And just for a few moments. Let's share the silence. Support each other in our highest intentions and feel the support of the room. holding hands together, we can support each other. so, and we can end with a short loving kindness. Mm. And then to send that to yourself, may I be safe, may I be happy, may I be healthy. May I live with ease. May I keep facing towards wholeness and goodness and share my love well. And may our coming here tonight, any benefits, any merit or good karma, may it be shared with all beings everywhere. May all come to the end of suffering, be liberated from suffering, and know the highest happiness. Okay. Thank you very much. Nice to close out, almost close out, including that extra second, 2016, and uh, see you next year. Have a good, good holidays and good new year. <clears throat> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org